play. Uh, we're back at it. Beige Boys, episode three. Uh, you know, uh, we were just watching Joe Rogan's latest episode uh, with Ben Shapiro. You know about him, Ben Shapiro, Devar, don't you? Have no he had he had no idea who Ben Shapiro was, but I, to, but I had to educate him. He's this white supremist, not even supremist. He's just this white dude that just thinks all white people conservative. Know? He's on the right wing, right? I don't care what wing he's on. That he he's just like, a he's just an asshole motherfucker. That's how about how about that? Who 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 thinks that using big words is going to confuse people? Nah, bro, you're just a dumbass asshole. But in other other news, uh, have you been watching the actual protests going on down in Portland? Oh, is it what? No, I'm I, sorry, I, I can't hear you. Have Smitty's chicken f- fucking sandwich in your mouth. It's actually a burger. Oh, shout out to Smitty's Peace. on Columbia. But uh, what were you saying about the protests in Portland? Um. I think it's just very interesting where everything is going, how feds and national guards and all these different things are being brought into the city, how it's starting to resemble a lot like martial law. They did have a curfew in effect a few weeks or a month or two ago. Now everything is uh, evolving into what it's evolving into, and it's just like one of those things where you can start using words like fascist and um, like, you know, tyranny and stuff like that when you have American citizens getting attacked by uh, the people that we pay as Americans to protect us. So break it down to me. Like, what I've come to understand about what's happening is that people are protesting still about the, you know, Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Breonna and Taylor. Breonna Taylor and, you know, the list goes on, really. You can really... Yeah. Well, I mean, just more in, in particular the fact that her the people that killed her is still walking away. Facts. Uh, walking around without even having been charged. Facts, but that that's not just what the protest is about. No. So so they've been protesting about a few other things, Brianna Taylor included. And so then, why was Portland chosen as the city that federal officers were sent to? I'm not certain if they... I'm not certain. I really don't know. That, that was, that's my first question, is why, why Portland was the first city... And then, what exactly is the goal of having federal... Like, what's the difference between federal officers and just the state, you know, handling it? Because what I'm seeing is... Usually, what I thought was was when the the feds will step in to aid the state when they feel like the case is too big for them to handle. Well, that's the thing. It's like, every... Again, I haven't went down personally to watch the protests, so I can't say firsthand, but the people that I've talking talked to and from like a bird's eye view, like I'll be across the river like watching it. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of commotion that wouldn't that you know, that the you know, city of Portland wouldn't be able to handle, let alone the state, you know. You know, so I'm just yeah. confused on why they need extra you know, Federal officers, and then I'm confused on the whole snatching up people and putting them in unmarked vans. Yeah, that to me is like that's on some like some real scary shit because if somebody tries to snatch me up, I'm shooting. Like you can't just be rolling up on me in some unmarked vans thinking that you're just go about to snatch me up. 
anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. That's why I kind of haven't been down there because they also said they got this facial recognition shit where, um, like, people who are protesting, they can see, like, they're... Is that a bad thing? I mean, if I'm protesting, I don't, I don't give a fuck if you know who I am. Well, th- that is a horrible thing because that speaks on just how... what they can do with that information. Yeah. Now you're in the book of possible extremists. Yeah. Now, when the time comes that we have to start limiting people... All right, well, we have this huge list of people that were protesting. Those people can't come to where we need people to come to to get yeah. the whatever we're about to give people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just another way for them to categorize you. It's like, that for me is like, yeah, you ain't about to categorize me. That's why I've never been a big fan of the census. They tell you, like, oh, fill out the census. Oh, oh. Yeah. Segwaying into our book of the week, uh, I read this a couple of months ago. Asada Shakur, her uh, autobiography. But it's pretty much talking about what you're talking about. She was a member of um, Black Panthers, of the Black Liberation Army, all those Facts. different things. And eventually she got to, like, the FBI's most wanted. And, and that's part of it. But she was, in her book, she revealed how the prison system was, which segues into uh, the Netflix documentary that it's in about Khalif Browder and him exposing the prison system. A yeah. lot of innocent people do the 13th Amendment, yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like one of those situations where all that ties into what people are currently protesting, and yeah. and it's like, how are you, as a a a a race, a culture of people, go into a different uh, country and tell these people that the way they're living is wrong, but you have so much discourse in your own country. Well, that's what they were talking US. about um, in the podcast with uh, Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan is. Um, they have brought up the 1619 Project. Are you familiar with that? Sure. Uh, so the 1619 Project is a project made um, to go back in, not to go back in time, to to kind of revise the history that was that has been told to us about how, you know, in 1776, the founders came and, yeah. you know, did all this bullshit. When in reality, 1619 was the first time that the first slave uh, boat was made its way to America and landed and and that being, you know, the first way of America to kind of, you know, have free labor, you know, free labor, uh, where they were able to then grow, you know, their, you know, their country, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's how America was built off of, you know, free labor in the sense that they were able to get Africans to do jobs that they weren't willing to do and to enslave them and then, you know, propel their economy in a way. It's, it's like if I were... A fucking movie director, you know, you're in films and they fucking fucking enslaved you to fucking do what you do, but for free for fucking 400 years. <laughs> they would be making a lot of movies off of your hard work and you know what I'm saying? And then after 400 years, they're like, all right, well, you can now make movies. But right. now, but, but now they have a fucking catalog of fucking movies on your fucking hard work. You don't get any reaps of it. Right. Of the movies, and now it's hard for you to get into the movie industry because all their friends that they fucking were associating with, they're before you four hundred years. You know, it's it's that type of shit, yeah. pretty much. Whereas, like, that's exactly what America is. It's like, oh, for sure. I mean, even touching on what you just said, like when when people talk about systemic racism, what they mean for people that aren't understanding of it, or try to turn a blind eye to it is. Why is it that in 2020, with all the 
people of color that we have, and aside from people of color, African Americans that we have that are qualified to work on a film set, why is it that there's a lack of representation of those on film sets? Yeah. And shout out to the people that like um, Will Packers or uh, Charles King, who um, employed me on a couple of projects now, but and he's uh, doing shit with Macro, is his thing. So uh, if you ever see Macro on your TV screen, that's Charles King and Blackman. So there are people, Ava DuVernay's, there are people out there that are paving the ways and opening doors for us, but why is that even a conversation? Yeah. Like, we've worked too hard, we're too talented, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it shouldn't be no more uh, the first African-American to be elected to blah, blah, blah in 2020. It's like, the fact that there's, you know, we went so much time. The the fact that it was in 2008 that the first black man was, you know, elected as president. Although, you know, you can go in history and see that that may or may not be argued. Um, because there was a point in time where other black people were, you know, made president. But it wasn't the United States that we know of today. Um, but, yeah, so going back to what, you know, the Ben Shapiro, Joe Rogan um, podcast was saying is... You know, Ben Shapiro was trying to argue a lot on saying that, oh, that is, you know, that's that's not true and that America was built on all this other shit. And it's like, no, that's a fact. America was built and grew on the backs of slaves. Also, it being, you know, they're still benefiting. Like you said, the 13th Amendment, that shit is basically allowing slavery still with also the, you know, Jim Crow uh, era. That shit just ended in the fucking 1960s. So it's like you, there's really, we don't have a really long period of time of us being like free in the sense of us not being, uh, how would you say, like against the, against the, the, behind the eight ball in a sense. And it's like, even now it's like, they're, they're saying, oh, you should just be able to just, uh, just pull your bootstraps up. It's like, my I still have a grandmother who freshly remembers, like, going to, like, segregated bathrooms, you know what I'm saying? So, right. it's, like, it's kind of hard for me to then look at white people and just be, like, so, oh, I should just be able to forgive you. Like, like right. I'm pretty sure, you're, like, your grandparents, like, were, like, don't fuck with me. Like, that's the type of shit that I have to look at old people. It's, like, you, okay, uh, probably were on some racist shit. And, and, like, I know that shit just doesn't wash away over time. Same thing for the system. We're in a current system that, like, influences, perpetuates racist behavior, and it's like, that's not a, that's not something that you could just flip off or just, like, over a course of 40 years, you could just vote away. You, yeah. You, you can't just vote away, vote out racism. No, you can't. And, it, and we have scholars that are talking about that, like Michelle Alexander, who wrote The New Jim Crow, um, the the book about mass I, incarceration. I have that book. Yeah. So so exactly like <laughs> Where's so, that book? so you know what I mean. Like it. There's there's people that are doing studies about this. This is why for me it's important to get as much or amass as much knowledge yourself as you can because there's going to be people that tell you all types of stories. So you need to fact check, make sure everything that they're telling you is correct. Find out with the people that you're reading and getting their information. Double check their sources and everything. I mean, um, just be as knowledgeable as can so people can't pull wool over your eyes when when important times are coming around. Facts. Speaking of which, like, how how are you feeling 
in this whole corona time and how now we don't even have any other presidential candidates besides pretty much Trump and or Biden. Well, I feel like, you know, that was a setup, you know, from a, a, a years back, you know what I'm saying? They even when Obama decided Biden was going to be his running mate, you know what I'm saying? That was him saying, like, all right, gear up. Like, because if you look over time, a lot of vice presidents were then, you know, became uh, presidents, you know. So, you know, Obama knew what he was doing. So a lot of it, you kind of have to, you know, point to Obama and, and say, like, he kind of, you know, set this up in a way that he wanted this to happen, you know. So for good or bad, we're in the situation that we are in, partly because of Obama. Um, with that being said, Joe Biden is going to do what's good for him and his supporters. Um, he never was, I don't want the rest of this, you want the rest of this? Uh, he never was someone who was a huge black supporter, you know what I'm saying? You go, go on his history, you know, in the 80s, 90s. And even in the early 2000s, he was, you know, the decisions that he made, um, unfortunately, you know, were detrimental to the black community, mostly. Um, you said something about Trump. He wasn't a politician. I can understand, yes, in, in his business moves, yes, there was a lot of times in the early 90s and 2000s that he was a bad businessman to people of color, not only black people, but also like Hispanics as well. That's a fact. But I'm saying Joe Biden as a politician, this is what he decided to be when he, you know what I'm saying? And so him as a career politician is horrible for the black community, unfortunately. So, I mean, yeah, we're in a position where we're picking between someone who has a horrible track record with black people. You know, also someone, you know, who has a currently a horrible black record with black people. Um, but you also have to look on who is most likely to try to change that trajectory. Trump, I don't see a, a likely change in trajectory uh, of him, of his views. He did have a chance to, like, in his past year. I feel like if he really wanted to win the next election, he could have gave black people the whole reparations package. And to guarantee you, he would have had the next election in his pocket. But... And he still might, you know, the, because Biden is not, you know, super strong in areas where he needs to be, you know, public talking, black people, uh, little kids, like all of those things are kind of necessary for you right now to kind of be like out in front and be in front of the people. And he kind of lacks that. So it's like we're in, we're in a weird space. But um, I mean, hope hopefully again, hopefully Biden wins. Um, I'm not really like. Even after that, it's like, then we would have to put more pressure on the people around him for change. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that would then be my my next question is, is like, after Biden wins, then what? Are we still fighting for reparations that, for black people? Are we getting that still pushed in motion? Are we still fighting for, like, what about all those... Healthcare for all. Health, are, we, are we fighting for healthcare? Are we trying to fix the, the education that, you know, is because a lot of the problems that, you know, people will point to, you know, under Trump... Those were, were really still problems that were like that we were having before. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not saying that Obama caused to me, but like no, you know, like like yeah, exactly. So like it's like years, it's years, uh, years and years, years of like yeah. our education going poor, yeah, sure. our housing yeah. system going poor. Like and it's like 
because we haven't had a stable leader at the top, because it's always been a either four or eight years and then we switch, yeah. and it's been a, oh, Republicans have it, Democrats have it, Republicans, Republicans, Democrats, we never get a full 20, 40 year, we're going on the right path type of like, and so we're constantly like trying to tug of war yeah. on shit, giving money here, taking it away, giving money here for four years, taking it away. It's like, that's why you'll see us as like a nation kind of like kind of stagger off in like certain things like in making cars or fucking right. education or fucking just things that you would think like at a certain time we were putting a lot of money in but now because you know at a certain time we took a lot of money out to focus on other things to war on drugs and sh- bullshit like that we've then kind of uh, now we're behind so many places that it's like we, what we really need is uh, like a like a young and when I say young I'm thinking like 40s 50s Someone in their 40s or 50s who's had a track record of success in, you know, in, in fields that matters, you know, uh, I was, I was, I was a big, not big supporter, but I liked a lot of things that Andrew Yang had to say. Um, someone who had a fi- financial background, because us as a nation, you know what I'm saying? Not to say that we we run off of money, but it's like, money is a big... We are a very capitalistic... Capitalistic society, and if yeah. you want to be... You know, to improve that, if you want to, you know, get from behind where we're constantly owing people money, I would think someone in the field of finances would be helpful. Someone who has a degree in this, that, and the third, and has worked 20 years in this, and then also has the right frame of mind to be like, well, at the same time we have to, you know, make money, we also have to help out the small people. Like, let's make, all right, if we're making all this money, let's make sure that everybody has this amount of money per month. Stimulus type package so, that we have now. So let's like, talk about that real quick. Yo, Is bro. it weird that his entire campaign was giving the American people like a thousand dollars a month, right? Something like that. Something I don't like remember, that. but Give it was it was it was a stimulus package that was providing a basic universal income. Because he said Alaska does it. So Currently. because of their oil, they residents get, they get paid uh, for living there. because of their oil. Yes, because of oil. So. So, he was saying that it's feasible for us to do it. For sure. And everybody was like, no, no. For sure. We don't see it. But now it's like, we had a stimulus package that gave everybody $1,200. And, yeah. well, and then you get had a stimulus package that helps some unemployment people get a, yeah. a livable wage. each, and, and it's like, not even each month, but each week. Yeah. And so it's like... He wasn't really far off. Yeah, from I mean, what he was trying to push. What what he was pushing was being able to tax a few different things: being able to tax the stock market, being able to tax the ultra wealthy, and being able to tax certain corporations. So, um, the uh, upper one percent. Yes, basically, those are all three people are like the same if you really think about it, because the upper one percent. Own corporations, or are you know a part of corporations, chairmen and things of that nature, and then you know corporations are the upper one percent, and then the stock, and then the stock market is only the one percent because they're the only people that do the stock market. So really, they're yeah. So you obviously you saw the problem with that is because then the one percent got that man out of there. There, you know what I'm saying? It was like. It's um they never give the person who makes all the sense like the right platform. Like he gets he'll be on Breakfast Club, you know what I'm saying? And he'll be like, Hey, mention him. They kinda did what they did to Bernie his first go around. 
Because on Birdie's first go, go around, like, he was making a little bit more sense than he did his second go around. His second go around, he was a little bit more centered, you know. Um, and even then, they got him out of there, you know what I'm saying? When, when they want you out of there, they'll get you out of there for a fact. Because I remember vividly in February, Joe Biden was an afterthought. He was almost dying, like. That nigga was dead. Like, he wasn't even somebody that people were talking about. It was Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Followed by... Followed by Biden. Like, it wasn't even... Like, he was even in the third... And then, poof! Put some money in the air. Some Corona vibes. And then, bam! You got Biden out here. And he didn't even say shit. There wasn't a time that you could look back in his like in his run that you could be like, oh, that was the time that he said something where the tide shifted. He didn't say shit. Nothing happened. It's just like people just started like poking at Elizabeth Warren over some weird shit, and then Bernie Sanders caught the flu, and so he was. And then it was like, all right, Biden. And it was like, what? What? <laughs> and it was like, what? and then a couple elections happened. And it was like, oh, I guess they are voting for... Hold on, why are people voting for Biden? It's like, people are voting for Biden? It was really like a, a turn of the weekend where it was like, yep, it looks like you gotta vote for Biden. It was like, why I gotta vote for Biden now? It just became a whole... That's how they do it, though. That's how the system is. When they want you out of here, switching subjects, talking about this Epstein shit, when they want you out of here, bro... They will find a way to I get you out of here. So, did you see what just recently happened to the the judge's uh, yeah. family? Yeah. So, her, just her child got killed. Yeah, recap it to me. Recap it to me how you heard it. Well, first of all, I didn't even know it was connected. I just kind of heard it on the news a little quickly. Like the judges, I think I don't remember what gender it was, but the judge, judge's kid had gotten shot, and I think the the father had gotten shot or gotten shot at, mm-hmm. and and then um, the kid is dead. But so the judge was dealing with the bank in Epstein. Yeah. Presiding over a case with the bank in Epstein and because she just took over it. Uh, was it a he or a she? She the judges. The judges a she. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was a he. So the judge is a she, and she takes over. She's taking over the case between the bank and Epstein's. You know, um, you know what do they call it? The state, uh-huh. because they're trying to get information about who's been you know sending money to Epstein and vice versa, like who he's been sending money to. So then, the story goes. I believe. A FedEx driver. Did you hear this? Yeah, a fake one. A fake FedEx. How you get a whole fake FedEx truck? A fake FedEx truck driver pulls up with fucking her fucking tampons that she was ordering, and boom, bada bam. Oh, stay. So it was the dude that opens the door. No, it's the son, son that opens the door. Son of federal judge assigned case. Linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, the son son opened his door with his boxers. Bow! But here's the thing. But was it the dad downstairs? That's what I'm saying. They both got shot. But the dad survived? survived. I'm pretty sure the dad survived. But then guess what? Guess what happened to the killer? Husband critical. Guess what happened to the killer? Found dead. Dead, yeah. Bro. And that's that's what... When they want you... When they want you gone, bro. They yeah. will find a way. It's a woman. Yeah. 
She looked bad too. Yeah. Low key for a judge. Yeah, like. She a little man. thick, but that's how Mexicans. Hey do. man, but but on the road that shit will fuck you up, dog. Bro, that's some movie I, shit. No, no, like like. That's some movie like, shit. Like my my grandparents, they lost their seventeen year old, and they were in their thirties. You know what I'm saying? Like no one wants to bury their kid. Of course, like, that was how, a message. That shit is so. But and but they try to take her 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 husband too. Uh, uh message sent. Yeah. Message. Do you but, think that she's going to be able to try that case fairly now? Do I back down? Do, that's not the question. Do, do you I think, back down or or is it like at this point you took pretty much everything from me and fuck y'all. Because if you do take my husband, unfortunately, really fuck y'all. Like, what if they take? I'll, I'll what if they take her parents, and then her 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 uh, husband's parents, and then her husband's parents' other kids? You know, it could be a whole long list, and that's what they're presenting. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's like so. Do, at that point, it's like the message has been sent. The message has been sent. Do not fuck with this Epstein shit. That's what so the what message does that is. Say? So, so, okay, at this point, it's like, not even a hell married to Joe Biden. At this point, Joe Biden's pretty much like... He's involved with the Epstein shit. <sighs> bro, they're all involved, bro. You know, Obama was with the Epstein shit, too. So, here's, here's the question. They're all involved, bro. Do you even want Donald Trump or <laughs> Joe Biden to be the political candidates that you have to choose? When you know this is dealing with underage prostitution. It's not if I want it. Trafficking. It's not if I want it. It's what America has kind of cornered, you know, us into, you know. How and deep does it go? Oh, man. I, it goes way back in time. If you want to go. No, like, no, no. no I'm not talking how about, deep with them. I'm just saying how deep with many people within that community. Oh, I... Because it's it's the type of shit where it's like, like people is know every but they don't that we have that's how to deep. choose from like that. That's how deep it goes. What wait even that, way back to the first presidents, they had a secret society of uh fucking heads and I forget the name of it, but it was um it was like skull and bones. Skull and bones. Skull and bones. It was a first, like one of the first like presidential societies where it was like presidents only and they would tell them top secret shit and they would do weird shit. Look it up. White people supremacist shit. Crazy shit. So it's like, yeah, I'm not I'm just like when they when Hollywood came out and they was like the whole Bill Cosby shit happened and then everybody from Hollywood was like, "Oh yeah, we already knew." Like, huh? <laughs> that what that's what, every time I hear that, I get so upset. Hey. I, they're like, "Oh yeah, I already hey. knew. You already knew." Family. What Let type of you. person keeps those type of secrets no, to hey, themselves? Hey, it's like man. What do you mean you already knew? And it's like the whole Hollywood said it. So I'm I'm not surprised when I hear this like, "Oh, secret society of like little kid fuckers." Yeah, people know, bro. People know. People know. Yeah, I've heard some crazy stories being floating around. But but things are rumors. You never know. Nah, these rumors you start from somewhere. You never know until they try to happen to you. And you're like, well. Nah, see, I ain't. No, it, I'm blowing like, a whistle when that shit happened. <laughs> First time it happened. What? Will Smith was sucking. Who? 
Nah. You ain't doing none of that. They're, I'm telling. Exactly. That's what they... Bro. Hey. People wilding. But, um... Amen. But there was... Still you know the uh, NBA season's coming back. You think so? I mean, their games are on. Oh, shit. <laughs> this nigga is not even... So that was our sports segment of the, of the week. Is it July 50th already? They have a scrimmage games on this shit. But, um... Did you, uh... It's 4 o'clock. Did you want to rap? On that note... On that note, it's been another great episode. Episode three of the books. Beige Boys, we out.